Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It is another edition of Phillies Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Wednesday, September the 28th. And we come to you after a disappointing Phillies performance last night. The Phillies lose 2-1 to one in Chicago to the Cubs as they just... Can't beat the Cubs this season, it would appear. The Phillies lose. Thank goodness for the Cardinals. The Cardinals handle business, beat the Brewers 6-2. So the Phillies stay a game and a half up. <laughs> Padres win. Padres now two and a half up on the Phillies, really sizing up that gap. The sixth seed looks like the seed the Phillies are playing for, which, you know, it's fine. You face the Cardinals instead of the Braves of the Mets. You know, that's okay. But... Um, you know, obviously we talked a lot yesterday. We've talked in general about not wanting this team to limp into the playoffs. And right now it's certainly a noticeable limp. They're dragging along to the finish line here as again, last night, just a very, a disappointing game. You know, the Phillies have to be better. It's not good enough. They have to be better. Seriously. I mean, we talk about it so much, but um, you know, they have to really grab this thing and they can make the playoffs without grabbing it. You know, there's nine games left, eight for the Brewers and they're two and a half up with the tiebreaker, you know, so they're in a good spot, but man, are they playing an uninspiring brand of baseball right now? You know, outside of the, the three game winning streak, you could call it when they were down three, ever since they were down three, nothing against Toronto and they came back and won that game and they won the first two against the Braves. That's it. Other than that, they lost five straight prior. They lost two after that to the Braves and they lost this one. That means that they've lost eight of 11. If we're doing a little quick math here, eight of 11, eight of 11, the most important point of the season. The most important stretch of the season for this team. And they've lost 8 of 11 games. Five-game losing streak, three-game winning streak, three-game losing streak. That's incredibly disappointing. And yes, the Braves and the Blue Jays are good, but the Cubs aren't. Cubs are not. They're not good. Really, truly a disappointing showing last night. The offense does absolutely nothing. Hard to blame the pitching. We can blame Connor Brogdon. Connor gives up the uh, deciding run um, and did not look good and has struggled lately. You know, has really not found himself since. But, um, you know, Zach Wheeler was great. 
Six innings from Wheeler, one earned run, five hits, one walk, five strikeouts, goes six innings and 62 pitches. So averages just a touch above 10 pitches per inning. I mean, that's phenomenal. Phenomenal. You know, we should be ecstatic with how Zach Wheeler looks and how he is. And look, I I understand that they're being cautious with him coming back from this injury, but I mean, let him go another inning last night. And that didn't make a ton of sense to me. You know, I understand that you know, he's coming back from the injury and all that, but but he was cruising. He looked great. He only got a couple more starts before the playoffs. Like, I don't know. Maybe stretch him out a little bit more. Immediately you pull him. Boom. Brogdon. And look, you know, hey, Rob Thompson's job is is in the balance. There is absolutely no question about that in my mind. If they make the playoffs, I think they'll bring him back. If they don't, I don't think they will. And nor should they. Let's be honest. I've said this whole time, and I know a lot of people are like, oh, it's a lock he's back. And I said, I said, I think it's a lock because I think it's a lock the Phillies are going to make the playoffs. It's not a lock anymore. My bad. If they collapse, if they blow this, there's no way you bring Rob Thompson. Sorry, I like the guy. Seems like a fine fellow. I think he's done a nice job, like especially, you know, you consider the hole they were in because of Girardi. I think Topper's done a really good job. But if they don't make the playoffs, like, sorry, I, I can't do it. You've authored a, a, another giant of the worst collapse yet. And again, I don't think that's going to happen. I think they're going to make it, and then it's a whole different discussion. But, you know, it's for a guy when Thompson came up and, and really started making moves with this team, you know, it seemed like for a while every move the guy made was right. And, you know, far more often than not, he made the right decisions. You know, he's made some wrong decisions lately. You know, less less is uh, locked in. And look, the players are part of that too. You know, the bullpen has not backed them up and helped them out. But, you know, the decisions have not gone as positively as they did early on. And, and the Phillies have, have paid some prices for it. Again, last night, you know, Brogdon, wrong guy to go to. And it's hard to blame him. Brogdon's got to get outs. And, you know, your bullpen is, you know... There aren't many guys you can really trust the way you could earlier in the season, but still, um, I would have left Wheeler in that game. I would have left Wheeler in that game. It's 62 pitches. At what point are you going to get this guy ready for the playoffs? Like The only chance the Phillies have in the playoffs is Zach Wheeler going out and pitching like an eight-inning shutout. Like That's it. That's their chance. If they lose game one, it's over. So they have to win game one. That's Wheeler. You got to let the guy pitch. I just, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. 62 pitches. I know he went six innings. It was 62 pitches. 62 pitches. Zach Wheeler. I know. The injury, all that. But like, man, I thought that was a bad decision by Thompson. I thought it was a bad decision either organizationally or by Thompson. Whoever made that decision, like, you got to get Wheeler ready. This guy's your, your only hope, your only chance. Let him throw 70 pitches, 75. Like, this is not something crazy here. And look, who knows? Maybe he goes another inning and they lose it in the eighth. That's certainly possible, too. But I just thought it was a mistake. I thought it was a mistake to pull Zach Wheeler in that spot. So Thompson has to get some blame there. Brogdon gets some blame. But ultimately, look, I mean, let's be honest. The offense gets the most of the blame. I mean, you lose two to one, five hits, two walks. Seven base runners. Really eight did an error, but come on, man. Really? 
Really? Against the Cubs? Marcus Stroman? Stroman's a nice pitcher, but come on, man. He's got 3-6-6 area on the season. That's fine. You made him look a lot better than that last night. I mean, just a massively disappointing performance. And this offense has, you know, they had a few games that you felt good about. You know, that, that Blue Jays comeback, the, you know, second game of the Braves series, fighting in the last couple games of the Braves series. But, man, I mean, if you want to talk about a disappointment, they've been one. Nick Castellanos back last night goes one for three, one of the five hits, but, you know, no lift there. Like, 0 for 3 for Schwarber, 0 for 4 for Hoskins, 2 for 4 for Harper, which was nice to see. He had a nice double to left center field, you know, good. JT 1 for 4, Bohm 0 for 3, Cassianos 1 for 3, Marsh 0 for 3, Segura 0 for 3, Stott 1 for 2 with a run scored. And a walk. Stott, you know, one of the few guys brought it last night. But just on the whole, I mean, this team was built to hit. You know, and we've just talked about it, and it's true. Like, the only chance they have in the playoffs is Wheeler Nola Suarez being awesome. And that is possible. You know, obviously, we don't trust Nola in a playoff game, of course, obviously. But, but that's possible. You know, they could go out and win a series because Wheeler Nola and, and Ranger just pitch great. That is totally possible. I'm not saying probable or likely, but possible. Can they go out and not hit a team? It doesn't feel like it. It doesn't feel like it right now. It doesn't feel like this team can go out and outslug a team. And they should be able to. I mean, to, hitter for hitter, they have a better lineup than these teams will be facing. They have a better lineup than the Cardinals. Now, the Cardinals have, you know, the MVP and Goldschmidt and Arenado, who's been phenomenal this year. Like, they've got some high-end guys who are doing high-end things who I trust a lot more in the playoffs than the Phillies right now. But, like, the Phillies should be able to hit with them. I mean, the lineup's stacked. It should be able to produce. And we've just had too many of these. We've had too many of these games where they just can't seem to get anything going. And it's so frustrating. I mean, over the last 11 games like we talked about that they've lost eight of, they lose 5-3 to the Marlins. Not good enough. 7-2. Two Two runs to the Braves. Not good enough. 4-3. Three runs. Not good enough. 5-2. So they score 3-2-3-2. Then they lose that 18-11 to 11 game to the Blue Jays, which, I mean, they scored 11 runs, but let's be honest, it was all BS. They were down, you know, multiple points. They were down, you know, 11-4. They were down 18-4. to four. You know, they were down all these different numbers, or 18-5, whatever it was. Like, you know, it doesn't really count. Then, four runs and a win. One run and a win. 9-1 Atlanta win. That was a good one. But then, three runs and a loss. Seven in that, that Sunday loss, and then 2-1. I mean... So in, in those 11 games, they have scored three runs or less. One, two, three, four, five, six. Six out of 11 games, they've scored three runs or less. More than half. More than half of those games, this team has not been able to put up more than three freaking runs with this lineup. That's unacceptable. If this team misses the playoffs, we can look at this lineup and say, you guys didn't produce. You guys didn't come through. When it mattered. And no one has. Schwarber had a nice weekend against Atlanta. He has not done enough. Harper has obviously been a, a mess for the last two months. Month and a half. Month. Really a month since he's come back. 27 games, whatever it is. 28 games. He's been a mess. And like JT's been the only guy who's been like consistently awesome. You know, the bottom of the lineup. Like That's the crazy thing in these games. 
I'd rather have Bryson Stott up than like Reese Hoskins. I'd rather have Matt Veerling up than, you know, Bryce Harper. <laughs> it's crazy. What are we doing here? How is this possible? I'd rather have Nick Maton up than, than Kyle Schwarber. No, it's too far. It's a bridge too far, but like that's, it feels anecdotally. Like outside Alec Bohm, who's who's been super clutch, and I, I really, I really, again, I will, I said it before, and I'll say it again. If I had to pick one Philly to come up and and get a life with my hit on the line right now, it's Alec Bohm. I just trust him the most in a big spot. I think he's the. I talked about the heartbeat slower guy yesterday. I think he could be one of those, but he's definitely the most. Just a hit, to get me just a hit. I just need a single. Stay alive. I'm I'm picking Bohm, but, um. You know, which which love it. It's great, but on the whole, you know, this team is just just not coming through when it counts. And anecdotally, it feels like the guys at the bottom of the lineup have a lot more big moments than the guys at the top, doesn't it? Matt Veerling, I can think of some big freaking moments for that guy this year. Bryson Stott, I can think of some big freaking moments for that guy this year. Can you think of any big Reese Hoskins ones? Yeah, he had a few. He had a big home run. I mean, Schwarber had a couple over the weekend. But, like, on the whole, it feels a lot more, you know, it feels a lot a lot like the, the bottom of the line has a lot more of those moments, has a lot more trust. Again, I, I I do feel more confident with Matt Feeling at the plate than some of the best hitters on this team when it matters, when it counts, when the game's on the line. It's crazy. I, I'd, I don't want to feel that way. I mean, do you agree? You're, uh, you watch the games, you're... Uh, maniac Phillies fan like I am if you're listening to this show you're one of the the realest Phillies fans out there doesn't it feel like you'd rather have Matt Veerling or Bryson Stott up in a big spot than I don't know Bryce Harper Kyle Schwarber or Reese Hoskins I would it's crazy to say it I feel like I'm like um doing something wrong here I feel like like I should have to wash my mouth out with soap or something like I just, it feels like those guys are more trustworthy in a big spot, and that's crazy. And that's a problem. This team is not going to get there if these guys don't start coming through. Schwarber, Hoskins, Harper. Castellanos is back. Like, I can't say we have a ton of faith in him at all, but Castellanos. I mean, when you've got a team, and again, JT Romuto not a part of this discussion because he has been phenomenal. He's been awesome. I really, I, I can't rip the guy, but Schwarber, Hoskins, Harper, Cassianos, and, and, and in this case, let's even take Hoskins out just, just for a money thing. But like Hoskins should count too because he was about to get paid by somebody. He's a good player and uh, he should count. But I mean, Schwarber, Harper, Cassianos, each of those guys is making $20 million a year or more. You've got $65 million wrapped up in those three guys this year. $65 million. I don't know it for sure. You know, I'm going to very rarely look things up while I'm talking to you, but I'm going to look it up. I'm going to up the Cleveland Guardians payroll. Let's look it up real quick. Guardians payroll. Let's see what their payroll is. Cleveland Guardians payroll. I guess I should look up Cleveland Guardians because Guardians payroll is something else, just in case you're wondering. All right, here we go. I never do this because I'm obviously talking to myself and it's kind of hard to look up and talk at the same time, but I'm doing it because I want to know what the Cleveland Guardians payroll is. Cleveland Guardians payroll, according to Spot Track, 
for the season. Let me scroll here. Here we go. Got to scroll through all these players. Here we go. Okay. So the Cleveland Guardians 2022 payroll totals. Active payroll, injured must injured list and retained salary. 67 million 288,612 dollars. The Cleveland Indians payroll is 67 million dollars in case you missed it. Cleveland Guardians are going to the playoffs. They won the AL Central. They have a better record than the Phillies. They have a lineup full of guys you've never freaking heard of. And they're going to the playoffs. And yes, they're in an easier division, all that. But you know what? The Phillies have three guys making $67, $65 million. And the Guardians are going to the playoffs with a, with a payroll of $67 million. These guys got to show up. They have to be better. This is the real, real quick, just in case you're wondering what, what $67 million buys you. The Cleveland Guardians starting lineup. Stephen Kwan. He's had a really nice rookie year. No one knows him, but he's been great. But, I mean, Stephen Kwan. Ahmad Rosario. Jose Ramirez, who's their one star. Josh Naylor. O Gonzalez. I think it's Oscar. I don't know for sure. O Gonzalez. W. Brennan. No idea. Walter, maybe? No idea. G. Arias. Never heard of the guy. Greg? I don't know. Austin Hedges. I know that guy. Backup catcher in the league for a while. Miles Straw is their starting center fielder. That's They're going to the playoffs, that team. The team's going to the playoffs. And yes, they have great pitching, and that helps. But organizationally, like, there's winners. It's a winning organization. And this Phillies team is just has been a loser organization for far too long. And now when the chips are down and it's time to end this, the loser feel is there. It feels like a bunch of losers out there. You can't go into Chicago and score one run in a game you have to have. Like, what was that last night? Where were the tough at bats? Where was the fight? Where was the the... We're going to make the playoffs, and we're not going to let anyone stop us. Instead, it's like, let's look at the scoreboard and hope the Cardinals do our business for us. It's a, that's how it feels like they're going to make the playoffs, because other teams beat the Brewers. and like, yay! We are so locked in for a Phillies loss, followed by a Brewers loss later in the night to clinch. Like, that's the way it's going to happen. The Phillies are going to clinch the playoffs this year with a loss. It's going to happen. I feel so confident. That's just what this season is hurtling towards. It's going to be like the Phillies game ends, they lose, and then all of us are going to be tweeting it like an hour later because, you know, they're at home in Milwaukee. So it's an hour later, an hour earlier, whatever, and an hour later, we're going to all be tweeting, yay, playoffs, when the Brewers lose to the Diamondbacks or something. You know? That's what it feels like. This team is not grabbing anything. They're just hoping that the Brewers lose baseball games, and thank goodness the Brewers are doing it. But it's just been, for, for again, for a team that, that has such a, a recent history, a strong history of September collapses, a undeniable history of September collapses, you know, it's, it's, it's just really frustrating to, to see them not grab this September by the horns and, and you know, I mean, they should have, like, clinched by now with how far ahead they were and the opportunities the Brewers had presented them. 
And they've lost 8 of 11. If they win 7 of 11, they're in the playoffs already. It's over. This the whole thing is done. It's just frustrating. It's frustrating because for the vast majority of this season, this team has been a team that we could feel proud of, that we could be excited about. And, you know, I don't think any of us, and, and baseball's weird and you, know, you never know and all that type of stuff, so anything can happen, but... I don't think any of us were like, this is the year we're winning the World Series. But it felt like this is a year we can make the playoffs, have some fun, feel good about our baseball team, and, and at the end of the year say, hey, you know what? That was a good year. That was a positive, upward, m- you know, moving towards what we want type year. And look, it still can be if they can, you know, put it together here and win a bunch of games here to finish out and, and head into the playoffs strong and put up a fight. We can still feel that way, but... It really does feel like they're taking that season that has felt so so fun and, and special and and really just, you know, taking a dump on it the season. And really just making us feel like um none of it was that special. And they're really um you know, making it feel like it, it just wasn't it was a mirage. And that when we get here, this is the Phillies team we know and, and you know, hopefully we built up a big enough lead before September to not blow it all. And that's frustrating. It's frustrating. We just got to hope that this team can find a way to over these next nine games. And again, look, again, they've lost eight of 11. And they have turned things around many times this season. And they have been known to lose a bunch, then find a way to magically put it together and whatnot. And, you know, we hope that's what happens. But as of right now, certainly a um, a disappointing stretch. Again, losing eight of 11 in this spot is, is incredibly disappointing. And, you know, in Chicago, like one run, five hits. They just have to be better. All right, uh, look at the standings before we look at it tonight. Again, the Phillies just you know need to rattle off like four in a row to make anyone feel okay. And they could. It's the Cubs and the freaking Nationals. Like, beat these bad teams, please. Quick look at the standings. As we mentioned, the AL uh, winners are all set. The Yankees are winning the East. The Guardians are winning Central. Houston easily winning the West. The National League, St. Louis has won the Central. The Dodgers have won the West. 106-48, and 48, by the way, for the Dodgers. Um, but how about this? The Mets. Braves. Tied! How about that? Braves win last night. Mets lose. Interesting stuff here. Interesting stuff. We'll see how this shakes out. Now that it look, and again, I I just want the Phillies to make the playoffs. And honestly, at this point, I can't even care. Give one iota who they're going to play. Um, but um, if it holds and they play the Cardinals, uh, you know, it would be hilarious if the Mets blow out of the division. I mean, it would be tops. I am really hoping the Braves win this division if the Phillies don't have to face the Mets because obviously, look, not like I want to face the Braves either, you know, so whatever. Um, but man, man, would it be fun to watch Mets blow this division. They're just a little schadenfreude, all right? Give us a little something. Our team is trying to blow the playoffs for the fifth straight year. Can we get a little schadenfreude here? Just a, just a skosh of it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take what I can get here. Um, so that's going to be interesting. That's going to be really interesting. Wild card standings. Uh, nothing's changed in the AL. Blue Jays, Rays, Mariners uh, all in. The Mariners in that last spot, three and a half up on the Orioles, looking good to make the playoffs. But still, you know, three and a half with, with nine to play is still possible. But um, Mets and, and Braves right at the top of the wild card. We'll see how that shakes out. But then 
Padres with the win last night, two and a half up on the Phillies, so really cementing themselves in that that two uh, five spot, you know, two second wild card spot, and then the Phillies at eighty three and seventy are one and a half up on the eighty two and seventy two Brewers. Um, as again, um, you know, big doings happening with the uh, Phillies and the Brewers, really trying to see who can lose their way to the playoffs quicker. We're gonna find out. Brewers back at it again tonight with the Cardinals. Thank you, Cardinals, for last night. Another one tonight is it'll be Miles Mikolas against Adrian Hauser. You like that? Mikolas has been very good this year. Um, oh, excuse me. Mikolas was last night. My fault. Mikolas was very good. Gets the win. It's uh, Woodruff against Quintana. So less good. Woodruff's very good. But Quintana's been great for the Cardinals. Like, outstanding. So, um, shocking, by the way, of course. right? Um, so that's a big one tonight as then they'll face the uh, Marlins tomorrow. So much easier games. So you really need to take one tonight, Phillies. Please. Nola against Wisniewski. So you got the pitching matchup. Nolan September. Here we go. Another one. Nola need, you need Nola again. It's a big spot for Aaron. Looked great against the Braves in the last one. They needed him there. This is a huge one. You've lost eight of 11. You know, you got Nolan Nil against some dude named Wisniewski. Wisniewski. They got to go out and win. They got to hit. Score some freaking runs for Aaron Nola tonight. All right. Enough. Enough of this. Like, let's get in the playoffs of our own merit, please. Either way, whatever happens, we'll be back to react to it tomorrow. So until then, thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies Today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.